0: Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. On any given Sunday, it's the Lord's good pleasure to meet and do something special. With his people. And no matter what kind of week you've had. No matter what you've gone through the last few days. Or how distracted even your mind may have been when you came in this place. I want to remind us. That there is the potential for great things. Not because we're anything. But God chooses to meet. When we gather and worship like we've been worshiping. How many would just. Just lift your hand and say, I'm a candidate for something special today. Could we do that? Lord, I thank you for your presence that's here, for everyone in this room. And Lord, we're just asking that you just continue to meet with us in the next few minutes in a special way. Just, if you don't mind, remain standing. I'm going to read uh, a few verses of Scripture here. And then just for a few minutes, what I feel like the Lord has... uh, Uh, laid on our heart here for this for this day this special day in god's presence esther the fourth chapter in the 13th verse and 14th verse then mordecai commanded to answer esther think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the jews for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time. Everybody say time. A time as this. And then briefly Ecclesiastes 3.1 reminds us. To everything there is a season. Let's say season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And then just one final verse, Second Peter 3 and 8. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Thank you for standing for the uh, reading of the word. We're going to pray, and my topic is just some breakthrough moments. Someone's going to have a breakthrough moment today. Lord, we thank you for what we've felt already with this wonderful church family and this wonderful worship team that has led us to the throne. And now, Lord, we're asking that you speak to hearts today. All of us, Lord, in particular, there's some that you have prepared a special breakthrough. In Jesus' name. If I said in Jesus' name, God bless you, you and be seated. Thanks for standing. It's also a, a, a treat to have my wife with me on this trip. And she's incredible. And I love her very much. Glad she's here. Uh, there's an abundance of scripture that gives us examples of important and certain times and seasons. There are certain times and seasons. There were times when people or even nations. Found direction in a moment. There were times when individuals. Realized their future. That was before them. In that time. Times of blessing. Moses when God spoke to him out of the burning bush. Spoke to him. It was a a time of direction. It was a moment that changed his life. Rahab. When, when she had been going in a whole, whole different direction, accepts that there's something special going on with these people of God, and her life has changed. Ruth, in that moment, decides, I'm not going to let you go without me. Wherever you go, I'm going. And she left her homeland. And because of that moment, that the decision that she made in that moment, not only was she blessed for the next little while in her life, but she became a part of the lineage of our Savior. Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1, he describes, it was in the year that King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord high and lifted up. It wasn't that he hadn't been close to the Lord, but there was something significant. There was something life-changing That happened in that time, in that season, the year that King Uzziah died. And I'm sure we could spend some time here this morning. And I've heard already some great testimonies and stories of what God has done in many of your lives. And you could take it back to a point, a special time, maybe a special service. Maybe it happened right here. Maybe it happened back where you're standing. But life changed for you during that time. Amen. Now, the other side of that is that there are moments and times when, when people did not accept, they didn't seize that opportunity, yeah. and they missed it. The children of Israel, when they, they had been told that they were to inhabit the land, and they wavered and sent out spies, and, and you know the story, because they missed that opportunity, 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, and that generation died off. We mentioned Ruth and what it did to her life, that decision she made. But Orpah had the same opportunity, the same future before her, and she couldn't make the right choice. She couldn't say yes to what God was having, and we never hear from her again. And so over and over in the Scripture, we we have these moments, these special times. And I want to talk to us today about some breakthrough moments. And on any given Sunday, there's the opportunity for incredible life change, for someone to leave a past, to someone to lay resentment down, to someone who has the enemy has lied to you about, you'll never be able to make it, you'll never be able to live it. I'm telling you, something can happen in this service today. Why don't we clap our hands and just give some thanks for what God is going to do. Now is the time. Scripture says, Romans 15, 13, Now, now. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace yes, yes. in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This present time, this present moment is so important. God is getting ready to do something today. It was said, in, the, in an acceptable time I've heard you and in the day of salvation I've helped you. But behold, now is the accepted time. Yes. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Yes. Talking about time. There are two words in the Bible for time that I'm sure many of you are familiar with. The, the first one is the word chronos. Chronos. It designates a special period or space of time. It's what we use when we talk about years and months and weeks and days and hours and minutes. Chronology comes from that word. Our calendars, our watches, our, our daytimers, and, and now... We have those calendars on our devices, but that, that's, I call that TikTok time. We live in it. We have to have it. There's a schedule for this service. There's another service coming on. And so there are things that have been incremented out, and that's TikTok time. But beyond TikTok time, beyond the fact that we're here for 30 minutes and then an hour and then another service is coming on, there's another word for time in the scripture, and that's kairos kairos designates not TikTok time. It designates something that happens in that moment. Yes. Wow. A God visitation that takes place. Yes. Yes. Things happen in a moment's time yes. Yes. that will affect a lie forever and maybe generations down the road. Right. Right. That's the reason why I said it with the Lord. A year, a day, a thousand years is as a day with the Lord because he has the ability to compress in a short period of time Enough power and enough healing yeah. and enough forgiveness awesome. and enough yeah. enough anointing right. to change a person's life. Yeah. It can be compressed, and that's what I'm talking about yeah. here today. There are TikTok times, TikTok moments, yeah. and we do have a schedule and we do have a, a calendar. But I'm talking today about the Kairos moment when God wants to seize something special yeah. and give us an opportunity yeah. for ever change in our lives amen, amen. and so uh, we, we read a few verses of scripture out of esther and and it's so important to understand what was happening here at this time in her life in the life history of the the children of, of israel the the jews were just about to be wiped out completely yeah. there, there was a heinous plan to uh, eliminate them and there was just a few remaining there in shushan and uh, it, looked, it didn't look very good. And so Mordecai, Esther's uncle, and I love Mordecai because he, he, he had a contact with God. And he, he knows God is still on the throne regardless of how it looks. And so you know the story. He, he sends word to Esther and says, look, here's the way it is. Mordecai knew that they were in trouble, but he also knew that God was a deliverer. And he said, he commanded to to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace, then shall enlargement and deliverance arise from another place. He says, Esther, just know this. Doesn't matter how it looks, deliverance is coming. The issue isn't whether God is going to move. And I think the issue for this congregation, this church family, it's not whether you're going to have great revival in the days ahead. That is settled. You can feel it in the spirit. The only issue remaining here today, the only issue that remained for Esther was, are you going to be a part of it? It's coming. There's going to be deliverance. It doesn't look that good, but deliverance is coming. And if you're not a part of it, it's coming from somewhere else. Amen. Amen. And so he says, who knows, but whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time. Everybody say time. As this. And so Esther has to make a choice. Esther has to seize that moment or just live in, keep on living like she's been living. And one translation says, who says that you haven't come to the kingdom for such a time as this? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the Lord is calling some people to be a part today. Not just of this church and what it's going on, but in the kingdom of God in, in particular. He has something for you. He has a call on your life. He has a future that maybe right now you don't think is possible. And, and that's the place that's, that Esther was at. Who knows? But what you've come to the kingdom for such a... Who says you can't be a part of this? Who says you can't be what God is calling you to be? I think sometimes the Lord gives us a call and, and we, we hear it and then we look around and, and uh, it's not so much somebody else saying you can't do it. But in, in our own thinking, we think that's not for me. Somebody else can do that. How many know what I'm talking about today? And that's a, that's a particular kind of arrogance. When you, when God calls you and God tells you something and you disqualify yourself, you're putting yourself up pretty big. There's different kinds and different levels of arrogance, but that's arrogance of a special kind. When you can say, I don't, when God says it, you say, I don't think I can do that. I don't see myself there. Who says you can't be a part? Who says you can't lead a group? Who says you can't teach a Bible study? Who says you can't be an instrument in your family? It doesn't matter what it looks like. God is ready to move. God can do it. Amen. That's not the issue. That's not the question today. The question is, am I going to be a part of that? Amen. Why don't we lift our hands and thank God for this hope that we have and for the power of the gospel and the call of the gospel on our lives. Amen. At any one given moment. Amen. I'm so thankful that Esther was able to seize that moment. Who knows? But whether you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this right now and her accepting that, her saying yes to that call changed the whole situation. And so that land, that people, the Jews that were about ready to be wiped off of the face of the earth because one person... One person said, Maybe I can. Yes, yes. Maybe I am here for this time. Yes. It turned the whole situation around and you know the story. Instead of of Haman's plot being lived out successfully and eliminated the Jews, he was hung on his own gallows. Yes. And not only was he taken care of, but the kingdom was changed completely. And they were about to they were on the last thread there in Shushan. The Medes and the Persia. Persia was the, the, they covered the then known world. And there's a, a little pocket of Jews left. But because, Ru, but because Esther said, yes, I can. I accept. I say yes. You know, we don't hear about Persia anymore. But the Israelites are still alive and well. They're still surviving. And that's what happens when one person says yes to what God's plan is for their life. When one person was able to silence Maybe the critics from without, but more importantly, the doubt that's within. Who knows? Who says you're not here for just such a time as this? Oh, let's clap our hands again together. Amen. The Lord is here speaking to us. The Lord has a special call. The Lord has a plan for your life. Amen. There's another uh, special story in, in John, the fifth chapter John chapter 5, and it it goes like this. It's the the healing of a man at the pool. You know, the the Bible is just such an incredible book. The fifth chapter, first verse. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue... Bethesda, having five porches, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season. Everybody say season. Season. Into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty. And eight years. How many agree that's a long, a long time? And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Will that's a pretty simple question. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. And and this is the answer the man gave. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled. To put me into the pool. But while I am coming. Another steppeth down before me. Now that's an incredible answer. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's very articulate. Mm -hmm. He had thought this out. But the problem is. That's not the answer to the question Jesus asked. That's the answer to another question. That's That's the answer to why are you here. He's not asking why you're here. The question isn't why you're here today and why have you gone through what you've gone through and why is this happening in my life. The question is, do you want to be made whole? Yeah. Right. 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 And that's just a simple answer to that question. Yeah. The impotent man made it too complicated. Yeah. He goes into these reasons and excuses and why. All he had to do was say, yes. Yeah. Right. That, that's awesome. Let that sink in today. We make it so complicated. God moves in a service like this and there's an anointing and, and, and he's bringing things to your heart and, and bringing things to your mind and he's got a plan. And, 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 and we're so human with this response just like this man was. We, and and he, I, the way it came out was so much, he evidently had rehearsed that over and over and over again. And so when the is asked, without thinking, he just blurts it out. And I'm afraid we're that way sometimes. We have that special moment. This special season. Something's getting ready to happen. And and, and we've rehearsed our excuses and reasons why we can't do it. And why we failed in the past. And that's not what he's asking. That's not the answer today. He's just saying, do you want to be a part? Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be a part of the kingdom of God in these last days? Amen. Leave your rehearsed excuses behind this morning. Just say yes. yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These special moments in time that give us the opportunity for a brand new world. Now, any given Sunday, just like this today, the question's being asked. Do you want to be made home? Are you ready to move on? And it's in these moments when our lives, and we don't realize it, but, but they can change forever. There are moments, there are seasons. And, and you could, and, and many of your lives, you could go back and say, it was this service or this time in my life, and, and I changed. But, but if you would have missed that, you probably wouldn't be here today. It's the same for me. I, I, I remember experience when I was growing up, my teenage years, and with all due respect to teenagers that are here today, uh, sometimes we get a little ahead of ourselves, and uh, someone said, "You know, they, they ought to elect a, uh, a teenager to be president because they know it all. <laughs> they have all the answers, in and I, I don't know if you went through that, but I did. in about sixteen, seventeen, and I'd been raised in a great home, great mom and dad, was attending a great church in St. Louis, where the guy Rome was my pastor. But as teenagers sometimes can get, they can get a little critical." Y'all didn't do that, I guess. Oh, thank you very much. Get a little cynical. Yeah. And I've been going through that for, I guess, a little while and picking things and inconsistency and this and all of that. And so I go to this service one Sunday night, a great Pentecostal church, a great Pentecostal service. And I'm sitting back there, and every it seemed like the enemy just seized on that moment to flood my mind and my spirit with every doubt, every cynical thought, every critical thought. And so when it came time to go pray... I decided, you know what, I'm not going there. I'm leaving. And uh, I was 16 or 17. I left, got in my car, and I'm fixing to take off. I don't know where I was going. but I, And and something told me, you need to go back in there. wasn't an audible voice, but you need to go back in there. And I'm so thankful I said yes to that voice. Because I went back into that service that night. And there were still a few people praying in the altar and a... There was a little music going on, and I went and sat down, and I used to play the trumpet a little bit, and for some reason, I just picked up that trumpet and started playing along with the music, and something happened. Yeah. Something happened in that moment yeah. that changed my life, and the Holy Ghost hit me, and when it got through, I was a different person. And I'm not saying I haven't had some critical faults and. Cynical every once in a while. But that spirit was moved out of my life. And I'm pretty sure if I hadn't have said yes in that moment, I wouldn't be in this moment. Because there are seasons and times in our life when God gets our attention and God said, You can be a part. This is what I have for you. And all I need to do and all I needed to do then and that night is say yes. And it turned things around. On any given Sunday, things like that happen. I feel like something like that's going to happen today. Why don't we lift our hands and thank God again because he's in this room. Amen. 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 Do you want to be made whole? And stop giving the excuses and the reasons and the things that happened in the past and just go ahead and, and say, yes, yes. God may have a a call on someone today. You you haven't really been living for the Lord, but all you've got to do is say yes. Don't let the enemy put up all the reasons why you can't, and you haven't, and you won't. Just say yes, and it opens the heavens. And there's a power that comes in that turns things around. Amen. One one more illustration on this subject today. And uh, a few years back, and from time to time, we we take uh, our men on a missions trip and. Uh, they do some building. And so a couple of years ago, we went to uh, Belize and uh, sent some money down and to help build a, a church. There, well, there it is right there. Uh, and so we're building that building. And uh, it's down in the southern part of Belize where there's mostly Mayan Indians. And uh, <coughs> we, we had some great workers on that. And then we had some that were a part of the... There I am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a part of the unskilled labor pool, <laughs> but someone's got to hand up the, you know, the melon. And then, but what I want to tell you about is, is this man right here? This is Pastor Diego, and <clears throat> where this we're building this church, God has done some incredible things there. they're they're kind of the center of that whole area. They they have the grocery store. They have the meal that that people come to grind and, and get their flour made and. And I'm I'm having a a little time with Pastor Diego, and he's telling me his story. And and it's an incredible story. His father was an incredible uh, apostle in that area, started many churches, and traveled. And while his father was traveling, uh, Diego, his his father wanted him to stay back and take care of the farm. And uh, Diego had two other brothers. One went to the university and was highly educated. And one went into business and was doing very well financially. And, and Diego is out in the field one day, uh, and he's getting close to 20 or a little older than that. And, and, and something hit him. He's thinking about his brothers that are doing so good and what's going on. And, and he said, I just, I'm in that field, and I just start weeping because I'm looking around. Is this, this all I'm going to do? I'm just going to be just taking care of the farm while everybody else does all these things. And he, he's, he's trying to re, doing some serious reflection in his life. And he said, all of a sudden, I heard a voice and it said, will you be the pastor? And I said, well, no, I, I can't be the pastor. I, I'm not educated like my brother. And the voice came again and said, will you be the pastor? And he said, well, you know, I don't have the finances. You know, I I, I didn't get to go and get businesses going like my my other brother did. He said, said, the voice came again, and, and I asked simply, will you be the pastor? And he said, finally, I realized I need to say yes. And he said, finally, I said yes, and immediately God gave me a vision of what we're now seeing accomplished in buildings that are being built. But it happened in that moment, in that kairos moment when a young boy was thinking about his life and God spoke to him and said, Will you be the pastor? And finally he said yes after thinking of all the excuses and reasons why he couldn't. He just simply said yes. Yes. And that's where we are today. Can we stand together? what an incredible service what an incredible atmosphere and, and to know that it's in moments like this that God comes in and says to someone who may not have ever made a step and he says will you follow me and, and there may be a lot of reasons that you've held on to in the past but today I'm just challenging you just to walk down here when we're all going to come in a minute. And lift your hands up. And say what you want to about why you don't think you can do it. But before you get through, just say yes. And maybe God's calling some of you to some special ministry in this church. and Some outreach. or Something maybe. And you've been contemplating it. But there's been reservations. And there's been reasons why you haven't felt to step forward. Come and talk about all that you want to, but before you leave, just say, "Yes, I will, Lord." Yes, and I promise you, something from heaven will come down in this room, and something can happen. Like I said, with the with the Lord, a, a thousand years as a day, and and and, and compressed. Now I, I know I'm a pastor. I, I understand there are some things that takes time to work out, but I also have been around long enough to know there are some things that happen in a moment's time. And I feel that in this atmosphere here today. Could we bow our heads in prayer? Lord Jesus, you're in this room. We're going to gather at this altar, Lord. We're going to take that step and we're going to lift our hands and somebody's going to say yes. To whatever degree your call is this morning, to wherever that person is, to however long they may have been in the situation they're in, the man at the pool had been there 38 years. All he had to do was say yes. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed by the preaching of God's word. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan or if you plan to attend one of our services, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.